Campfire, a podcast, three dudes kicking it around the fire discussing the day's hot topics, their opinions, and all kinds of banter. Sit back, relax, tune in, and feel the warmth as the red light is about to turn on. Campfire, a podcast, three dudes kicking it around the fire discussing the day's hot topics, their opinions, and all kinds of banter. Sit back, relax, tune in, and feel the warmth as the red light is about to turn on. Red lights on. That's a hell of a countdown. All right, the day's just ruined. I'm gonna start cussing. I'm pissed. Well, I'll join you. I'll join you. You're fucking pissed. No, I just, I just like cussing. Oh, I'm all about cussing. Nick's mad, though. Fucking trannies. Fucking trannies. Fucking trannies. I think we've been down this road before, though. I was just trying to find another clip to put up on the air here tonight. I saw it earlier. Just, you know, more proof to back up my humble opinion that trannies are fucked and they're mentally ill. Uh, well, why don't you go with your little bit of a dissertation that you went with before Keith joined, and we oh, are we going to start the log now? Well, isn't that what you wanted to do here? I thought. I, I mean, mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You bounced it off me. It all sounded good, and we could keep it moving that way too. Yeah. Because your initial thought is what a lot of people are thinking right now. Sure. And but you know your resolution is true. It's not okay. really their fault. It's not really so, their fault. It's not. Now, I heard about uh, the horrible incident down in Tennessee today with the shooting at the uh, Christian school. Presbyterian. Um, Presbyterian school. I'm actually baptized Presbyterian. It's as close as you can get to Catholic and not be Catholic. (laughs) Presbyterian. I don't know. Methodists probably have you run for your money on that. No, no, no. I mean... I've been to Methodist churches my whole life and Presbyterian churches and uh, Presbyterians a lot closer to Catholicism. I, th- I think uh, Episcopalian was, is as close as you, Episcopalian is as close as you can get. I was in a uh, Lutheran church for, for a wedding one time and it gave us communion and I, I was already like, wait a minute, my grandma said something about this. There ain't no communion in church. What the, what the hell is this? 
all right, I'll drink grape juice. I'm kind of thirsty. No, it wasn't grape juice. It was really wine. And I thought, what the fuck? Alcohol in church? Get me the fuck away from these sinners. I'm a good yeah. Methodist. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's, there's no alcohol in church. Heathen. Heathen's what you are. Heathens. All right. Well, go on. Go on. on so, the, so the attack at the, so there at the Presbyterian the, school. The shooting at the Presbyterian school, which was committed by a transgendered person. And I'm 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 not really sure if this was a naturally born female who now, wait a second. No, male I'm not gonna let you do this again. Way. You are not uh, doing this to the podcast fuck. again. This was a female that said she was a male. Okay. Yeah. Don't I, conflate the fucking pronouns like you always do. Because oh, you like to just pronouns. you do it on purpose, goddammit. Don't give Go a on. fuck. I, I do. don't give a fuck which way she's fucking transitioning, and I don't give a fuck what to call it. But when I initially heard about this, I was pissed. I was very angry, and I directed most of that anger towards the trans community. And the more I thought about it this afternoon and this evening, I decided that you, that's misdirected hostility right there. That um, while... I still say that the, hostility. the fact that you're a transi- <laughs> transgendered is proof that you have a mental Sorry. illness. Okay, that's... I can't say that that's fact. It is fact. But that's a fact. It you is don't fact. Know what gender it... you are, you got a problem. But I'm not so much angry at the trans community as I am at the politicians who have caused this entire debacle from the trans community to the gay community to even far down to the other end of the spectrum. The far right wingers who are frustrated by the current political climate. This all is caused by politicians during their campaign cycle, and they prey on the fears and the insecurities of people. And people like this Aubrey, uh, what's her fuck name? I don't give a fuck. The crazy bitch that shot up the Christian school. Don't say her name. Fuck that bitch. The crazy bitch that shot up that school has bought in to all of these politically-fueled media narratives. And, like I said, Mm -hmm. it preyed on her insecurities and her fears. This is somebody who's already troubled, troubled enough that they want to cut their genitalia off and start running around and pretending that they're another gender. All of society is playing into this fantasy for them. It's 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 absolute insanity. But the politicians pick up on that, so they start selling the idea that they can legislate happiness, security, and safety for these people, and all Morality. these people have to do is vote for them. Okay, so these people buy into it. And they vote for that person, and a little while down the road, they realize that their life isn't getting any better. But they voted for this person. This person is supposed to be helping. 
and that person tells them that, well, I can't get things done because the people on the other side are blocking me. And it's the people on the other side that put you in the position that you're in. They're the ones who took your rights away. And these people start to think, man, my rights really are being trampled because my life isn't getting any better. And the truth of the matter is we all have the same rights. I don't care if you're transgendered, if you're black, if you're gay, whatever. We all have the exact same rights as American citizens. So, but these people, they buy into that lie that their rights are being threatened, trampled, and taken away. And they vote again for this person. And this person does nothing to alleviate their fears and their insecurities because they don't have that power. Nobody has that power over you. Only you can provide happiness, safety, and security for your life. You have to take control of your own life to provide these things for yourself and your loved ones. Isn't Some that of us constitution all that, that standing up and that? being an adult. But nobody's rights are being trampled out there. You know what is happening out there? People are willingly giving up rights to government because they're scared we go. that their rights might be trampled. Here we go. Jesus, this is absolute insanity. Now, this therein all lies the whole point of it. Therein lies the whole point of it. It rode away with the rights of the people. That's right. And you make them willingly give them up. Mm-hmm. Right. They vote to give up their rights. Yes. So, while I am, I'm upset, not with the trans community, but with the pro-trans community. I mean the people who are not transgendered, but are out there supporting and advocating for the transgendered. And all you're doing is enabling an addict. Shut the fuck up for a minute. Just come out and say white liberal women, white college-educated liberal women. That's who you're talking about. I don't give a fuck who it is. Because there's plenty of people out there who say, well, I just don't give a fuck. You need to give a fuck right here, right now. This is not natural. There's not one fucking natural thing about it. And when it comes down to it, what I was getting to, there are some clips. There was a uh, a pro-trans rights rally in San Francisco recently. I believe it might have been today where uh, they were openly advocating for uh, transitioning genders of children, adolescents prepubescent children, okay? And they got angry. And anybody who showed up to question them or pose an opposing viewpoint was attacked. There was a 75-year-old woman who was brutally beaten by a mob of transgenders. Peaceful protesting. There's video of this. That's what I was searching for when the red light came on here. um, I'm going to keep searching for that video as we go through the show so we can get it out there. But the the transgenders have become unhinged. I guess 
May 1st or April 1st, April Fool's Day is something a transgender day of uh, violence or something. Supposedly, this is a rumor on social media. I'm not saying this is going to happen. But uh, perhaps this crazy bitch in Nashville got her days confused. You're saying there is rumor of a transgender day of violence? Yes. And I assume that's something like senior senior hit day or freshman hit day, but it's, you know, cisgendered hit day. I guess so. Now I, I would also like this. to call that fuck around and find out day. <laughs> when I was um a young man fresh into the world, you know, I came off the farm and got out into big urban life and this is when I was in the military, you know. And uh, the older guys in the unit, they'd tell you go out and have a good time tonight and Watch out for the trainees, dude. They're all high on crystal meth, and they will beat your fucking ass to the moon and back. That was the warning. That was always the warning. It wasn't, watch out, you don't take home a tranny. Watch, no, it was, watch out, they're high on drugs, and they'll beat your fucking ass if you disrespect them. They're crazy. (laughs) They're lunatics. Like you said, they're trannies. Okay, they're my not, over. I'll they're not well. They're not well. I agree with a bunch of your stuff here, Nick. I, I don't know that. I I see why you're angry because, uh, you're coming to some of the conclusions that I came to a year I'm or not, so ago. I'm not I, angry I, at the trans. I'm I, angry I, at I the know, politicians. I know. Same. No, I agree. One hundred percent. The politicians are driving this. Well, it's not just politicians, Nick. How do you get a a, a society dumb enough media, to follow these stupid fucking gets ideas? It from the politicians, the media gets it from the politicians. So yes, the media. But what else? What else? How else do you get a a, a, a population that's dumb enough to follow for this shit? Education. You've got inner city schools that have a passing rate below forty percent. These inner city schools uh, don't give a fuck about trannies. Uh, I almost guarantee it. It's the suburban white liberal schools, dude. That's where it's at. That's where it is. And that's... Hoity-toity schools? Well, I was just... Hoity-toity schools. No, not hoity-toity schools. I'm talking just regular white liberal public schools. That's where it's coming from. It has money. something the other day. I'm sorry. Let me back up. I saw something the other day that backs up exactly what you're saying. And uh, it's kind of hilarious how it was portrayed because it it was portrayed as being racist, okay? Because what you don't see is a lot of poor inner city schools, predominantly heavily black populated schools, don't have the trannies. The kids aren't transitioning. And they were wondering, well, why is this? This is because of racism. Oh, easy now. Are you calling black people racist? News report? Uh, uh, is that well, their is that is that their angle? No, that no. Black people are racist. No, 
Because I'm reliably reliably told by the left that black people cannot be racist. Well, that's what I've been told also, but um, that's not the definition of the word. Webster's hasn't changed that, you know. I know. Um, Nick, uh, I think Keith's got something for us. Okay. Here. What what was what's up, Keith? Oh, you're muted, bud. I am the one who's running <laughs> the switchboard muted. So, yeah, man. Um, you know, I think the big thing too is with this. It's not only that they have a mental issue that's going on, and they're not identifying that as the leading cause. I hate the deflection that's being used across most of it to where, you know, we're um, sitting there and labeling everything else and everyone else as the issue. From the gun being an issue to their parents or whatever else. You have to put, and it's said, several times over throughout all of documents recorded history including the bible and everything that the person that does it is the person that needs held responsible you know what i'm saying yeah no i i get it i mean that's where i'm i'm more like i don't care what people do to themselves if they want to be whoever be whoever but at the end of the day you still have to be you. you You're responsible no, for oh, yeah. for actual reality. I agree with you there, Keith. I never wanted to mention because that is uh, uh, it doesn't matter. That's immaterial, and it it really is immaterial is. in the discussion it here. It doesn't matter if they used a bomb, a blow dart gun, or poison. Okay, they say mass shootings, oh, they're going to kill everybody. Dude, if I really wanted to kill a bunch of people, I could poison a municipal water supply. Like, they, the we water do not condone doing wells. Yeah, don't, No, don't, I don't condone that, but... Yeah. Okay, we'll edit that part out, but... We won't, because I'm not the one to edit it. That is immaterial. I wanted to talk about the individual responsible for the crime... And what led that individual to committing this crime? So that was wholly material to what I just said. It wasn't immaterial. It was the full meat of the material. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... I just didn't want to mention the gun because that's the current narrative and it's not about the gun. It's about her. Yeah, period. It's about the person that does it. Always. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what color, shade, or shape they are. I agree with you, Keith, but I think here we have a multiple, multiple, multiple pronged issue because we do have to hold the person responsible. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you; it's on that, it's on her. He did it. But also, I, I feel like there is a, a cultural and social backing, uh, uh, some sort of fucked up social fabric that's been woven over the past couple decades that have uh, set up things like this to happen. 
we've made people stupid. We've taken everything away from them. We we've demonized in our culture some of the main parts of uh what gives our our society actual fabric. We we've taken and and culturally 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 removed all these things and demonized them. And now we're sitting here wondering why people are mentally ill and they're trans they're they're trans and People are mentally ill and they're shooting up schools, and people are unhappy, so they're killing themselves, and they're addicted to to drugs or media or technology, and they 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 find themselves with no purpose in life, no purpose at all. And then, like Nick and you, partially Keith said, we have politicians and media and Hollywood that are telling us, "Yeah, you're right." Your 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 life is shit. Yeah. Now, let's ask us. Let's ask you why. Well, I will tell you why. It's the other side. They're standing in your way. They think you're crazy. They think you're gross. They think you're a sinner. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, mean, they're not lying to them there. But what they are lying to them about is that we're actively trying to take their rights away. We're not trying to take your rights away. You have the same rights as everybody else, and they're listed in an amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful document. The first of its kind in history. The United States Constitution. And the best in all of history so far. Everybody tries to copy it, and nobody's gotten it right. We don't have it right yet, but we've got it a lot better than anybody else has. That's right. What everybody seems to forget is we used to be a racist country, but we fixed it. We fought many battles to get over it, but we fixed it. There was a civil war. There was a civil rights movement. Well, I okay. mean... Th- we grow. We learn. We adapt and we grow. Joe, what's 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 that phrase you use when you're in the shop? Implement. Oh, PDCA, plan, yeah. do, check, act. Plan, do, check, act. Great. We could use that even. I don't know. Let's move well, on. Is wait- that- Something yeah, let's else. move on. Yeah, you want to, you want to, Keith, you want to play that, uh, that YouTube short, or do we just want to move on? What's next? We need something light because I'm sick if, of talking about if you want to play people that, that's fine. People and we can get trannies. that set up. Okay, you're not even part of the activity, so I Wait. am now. Give me just a second here to transition this screen so that I can uh, actually pick uh, it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> Transition. Uh, Looks like this weekend we got some more transition that's going to fuck our lives up. Transitional weather. All right, man, I'm ready when you are. Okay. Can we make comments over top of this while it's playing? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh... Whoever's you need got me control, to replay it. it. Everyone it. has control. Everyone does. 
Um, well, I'm not. Hand tap. Okay. Day two of girlhood. Part one. And just, just to set the premise for people that can't see it, um, this is a, a TikToker or Instagram influencer or something that's kind of making fun of transgender Kinda. people. It's a chick. And from what I can tell, she's probably actually an attractive chick, but it's making fun of uh, Dylan Mulvaney. That, wasn't he the one that showed up on uh, Dr. Phil with a beard and long hair with curls and shit? Yes. Yeah. No, okay. he so, wasn't on there with a beard and curls and stuff. Well, somebody was on Dr. Phil's show. Yes. Looked like D- Dylan Mulvaney, but actually had a beard still. Yep. Okay. So, here we go. Hey guys, it's day two of being a girl, and these are some ways that I like to affirm my gender. The first thing I like to do is eat a lot of hot sauce. Because it makes blood come out of my brown body hole, and it gives me lots of gender euphoria. (laughs) It makes me feel like a girl. The next way I like to affirm my gender is by going into the women's restroom. There's nothing like an eight-year-old girl seeing my Barbie wand in a changing room that reminds me of how much Barbie wand. It makes me feel especially euphoric when women avoid me because I just know they're jealous of my divine feminine Barbie energy. <laughs> the face. So funny. Man. I mean, look how much pink I'm wearing. I'm gonna have nightmares about this dude. Just you know, the way he looks. It's is... disturbing, but fucking oh hilarious. And like I said earlier when we reviewed this, just I applaud that chick for you know, doing some community service. That's a public service, what she's doing there. Making fun of this whole ideology. So, so what's next, guys? Let's move on to something a little more lighthearted. Lighthearted? Do we want to talk about this week's episode of fucking Picard? Oh, I guess we could. I mean, we're all caught up now, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so... Nick, you need to fucking put com. You need to put topics in the goddamn topics. Like for fucking real, man. It's killing God me. It's fucking damn. killing me. I thought I was in charge of hashtags. No, you're in charge of putting no, your shit in have... and then hashtags during the show. <laughs> My shit's already in here. There's no Picard. Picard. There's no Picard. Where is Picard in there? I didn't. I just. I was throwing it out there as a. Well, then look at the goddamn notes. Look at the notes and see what topics we have to talk about that we are all apprised of. We've looked at the articles. We've watched the videos. We checked all the links. Bickety bam. Okay. I see a pivot card as a hashtag now. (laughs) Pivot card. It's all good. So speaking of Star Trek, before we go into Picard land, I did find it funny as shit that William Shatner was throwing a little shade to Elon about having to soon pay for his blue check mark that has been given to him for free for the last 10 years or so. Let's be honest. Uh, Captain Kirk has gone gone full-blown dead off my lawn, old man. Okay, that's oh, yeah. him. He, he is the quintessential grumpy old white man. 
and, and it's fucking hilarious. It is. It is. I love his battles with uh, Sulu. They go yeah. back oh, yeah. and forth and back and forth, and Sulu's just pissed. He will never be the Starfleet legend that is James, James T. Kirk. T. Kirk. Yeah. yeah, no, you're 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 right. But so, let me read this. James let me read T. this tweet. Let me read this tweet. Hey, Elon Musk, what's this about blue checks going away and lets me pay for Twitter? I've been for, here for 15 years, giving my time and witty thoughts. All for Bupkis. Bupkis. Now you're telling me that I have to pay something for what you gave me for free? What is this? The Columbia Records and Tape Club? Uh, William Shatner. Ever-expanding repository of wisdom. That Columbia Records thing was hilarious. Yeah, that was a good one-liner. He's he's William Shatner. He's James T. Fucking Kirk, and I love that he's still got that chip on his shoulder all these decades later. And I'm going, I'm going to use James T. Kirk to segue into uh, Picard because I'm sure you all noticed at the end of the episode that the other thing they stole from Daystrom was Picard's actual body. The non-bionic body that we all watched for years. Yeah, why did they but do that? Did you guys see the other body that was stored in that room? No, nobody. Nobody caught that, huh? No. James T. Kirk is in there. Oh, oh no shit! I saw it plain as day. Is whoever was on that? Somebody walked by his little cell there. It was right before they got to the Tribble. Which, that triple was fucking cool. That's the coolest fucking triple I ever seen. Yeah, that's an attack triple. Attack triple. Uh, but yeah, right before the triple, if you go back and watch, the screen reads James T. Kirk. James T. Kirk would have outlawed assault triples a long time ago. But anyways, well, you notice how. It was Worf it tried to attack. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. That is fucking be, hilarious. Had it been Riker looking in the window, it probably would have kept cooing and being cute. It yeah. only attacked because it was a Klingon. So yeah, exactly. it wasn't necessarily an attack tribble. It was just a tribble. It was a normal fucking tribble. They're it worked. all like that. You just never saw it before because we didn't have special effects. <laughs> Well, I mean, in terms of Picard, that's the least of the storyline, honestly. I mean, although I do like those little Easter eggs they leave you. They oh, just yeah. Bring, they bring you back to, oh, yeah. man, I remember that episode. I know why that triple hates Worf. That's right. fucking hilarious. But the main, the meat and potatoes of it is fucking data. Damn. Was the security system. And we got to, I'm just going to give it up to Brent Spiner right now. Probably the greatest actor ever for that little scene sitting in that chair when he went back and forth between three different personalities in the matter of what, 37 seconds? Yeah. That was incredible to watch. It, who, who all did he do? It was first it was Data, then it was Lore, 
then who was it? Nunyan Sung? Before mm-hmm. and Sung. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Four that was fucking people. great. And I cannot remember if they ever got the answer out of him. Honestly, as soon as I seen Jordy in that room, or I'm sorry, as soon as I saw Data in that room and Jordy had just shown up, Jordy's fighting everybody about joining the mission, but he doesn't know that Data's right there on that fucking station at Daystrom. Oh, yeah. And I, I told Summer, I said, they need Jordy. Jordy can wake him up, and Jordy's the only fucking person that can wake him up. They got to get Jordy to Data or Data to Jordy. And as soon as Data wakes up, the first words out of his mouth are going to be, Jordy? Jordy? And, and that's what it was. Just saying. Yeah, that'll that'll hit you right in the feels right there, honestly. That one did. It really did. That moment when Data woke up. Uh, honestly, moments like that wouldn't mean as much without episodes like the one I watched last night of The Next Generation. It's the episode where... Um, Maddox wants to yes. disassemble Data, and, and they're all fighting for him. And they're and Picard's fighting for his rights, and Riker ends up being the prosecuting attorney or whatever. Damn good episode, and it makes moments like Leave. what we see in Picard mean something. Was that the drumhead? No. No, the um, drumhead was another one. That was about the guy who was part Romulan. That was a different episode, but I uh, I know the episode you're talking about. It's a damn good one. Well, I mean, it's just good shit. And, but Keith, I'm with you on what you said earlier about how this isn't a series. It's just... Um, it's a movie cut up into a miniseries. Yeah, and each season has been like that. Yeah, it's I'm... not like the original series or Next Generation or DS Nine, where it's the same plot line, but there are uh, major offshoots for each episode. I always know when it's a Quark episode. I always right. know when it's a Beverly Crusher episode. Right. I know when it's a Klingon episode, a Worf episode. Those but not with this. It's it not this is not the same. I mean, don't get me wrong, they have separate storylines, but they're all really tightly mangled, all these storylines. I wish that it was like more like the next generation DS9 and Voyager and all that to where it's not a continuous I, too tight. I do too. I still want breadcrumbs think... to come in from like if you watch yes. this episode, it makes so much more sense kind of thing or like you're like yeah, yeah that's so. that's the fun part about the whole star trek universe or any uh sci-fi universe whether it's star trek star wars uh marvel maybe even dc probably not because it fucking sucks i don't know i haven't read the shit because dc you know, tv garbage. is pretty good movie suck but but you know it all has breadcrumbs Scattered throughout that tie it all together at the end. Right. Or later on. And uh, 
I mean, this has that. Don't get me wrong. There are Easter eggs, but they're mostly just reminiscent Easter eggs of like, oh, I remember that treble episode with Worf. Right. That makes this this scene funny. But I don't know. Well, um, now that we have our, our Picard and Star Trek hashtags written down, thank God. <laughs> Fuck you. Keith, what? I'm not good at citing my evidence. Oh, good. Well, that's... Still gotta bust your balls somehow. I know. Fuck yeah. Um, so... There's one thing that I did have for a topic and stuff, trying to be a little more lighthearted than what I knew that we were going to talk about, but I found an open source hardware and software project um, called the Open Source Espresso Machine. So there's actually plans and stuff that you could put together in an espresso machine, which is probably a lot cheaper than buying a real espresso machine. Most of the decent no espresso shit. machines are like two to three hundred dollars, so this is dropping it down to about a hundred dollars or so, based on everything. Well, the only thing that makes coffee better is a shot of espresso. Oh yeah. Let's dude. be honest, everybody. That's wrong. That's false. A shot of whiskey makes it even better. Well, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, but when you're looking for some fucking go juice, espresso, and your cup of coffee, or your latte, or your mocha choca frappe bullshit, that's the way to go. Put an extra shot in there. Hell, maybe two. I go three, man. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, if you hate your fucking cardiovascular system, want your heart to explode, three is the way to go. I hate it. <laughs> I'd rather go in a blaze than... Fucking quietly. Fuck yeah, yeah, I hear that. But that looks fucking cool, dude. I'm looking at the image of it. I mean, it really looks like something I could fucking do. Got some capacitors, some relays. Chip. There's an yeah. interface. And then there's a glass under there for my fucking espresso. Fuck yeah, dude. There's a pump on top of it. So what what makes it open source the, the the coding for it I assume yeah the coding and then also the hardware so they tell you exactly what what you need to make it the so pump the heater print this uh, parts of it you can and then the other parts you just kind of put together um, for people that will see in the URL um you can actually see that it's built out of kind of the railing system most 3D printers are are on kind of like an H looking frame dude I still need to look into those 3D printers I I fucking want one dude it's the shit we've been talking about so fucking worth it 3D printer Joe if anybody could do something with a 3D printer I think it would be you because of your experience in production Plastic injection molds and shit like that. I th I think you might be right, and I think I would have a lot of fucking fun with it. Um, now I could give you plenty of ideas of parts I'd like you to make. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to run production or any of that. I think you guys need to look at our chat, our normal chat. I think you need to do that right now. 
my wife sent me something fucking hilarious. Well, this <laughs> could be an inside joke. That's so funny. I wish I could share it with the world. That is so funny. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I I, you I get kind of giddy when I think about the things we could do and make and. But, you know, if I were to do something like this, and you're talking about running production and stuff, uh, there is no production without demand. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I could find the demand. Um, well, see, that's that's where yeah. I'm, I lack in my creativity. I'm creative with things. I could, I could probably pump out a lot of parts with little, little waste and high efficiency. Just tell me what you need and, you know, tell me what the market will bear. Well, I don't know how to do that very well. That's when you need somebody who's actually in the field who knows the needs of the consumers in that field. You know, if there is some, you know, cheap little part out there and it's costing a consumer more than they think it should cost and we could make it cheaper for them, there's a market hole. Uh, I know a guy not too far away. He's actually right up there by that big plan off of 75 up north there. And um, he's got some, like three or four injection molding machines in a barn out back. And he's got them set up and they're cranking out parts. That's all he did was he found a cheaper way to mm -hmm. fill a small niche in the market and he's made his entire living off it. One little part. One or yeah. two little parts. And he's making them out back. He goes to sleep at night. Fucking machines out there. Knocking them out. Knocking mm -hmm. them out. Knocking them out. Mm -hmm. Every time that thing cycles, it's two more cents in your pocket. And he uh, better hope that every time that thing cycles, he doesn't have to throw that part away. That's the hard part. Sure. Make sure you make the right part. You, you, it's it's got to be quality. Because uh, if you have to rework that part, like you make a bad part, it's, it's got a flash on it or something. Bitch. You got to you know you got to pay somebody or cut the cut the flash off yourself and then put them in the box and then send them to the customer after you already made them once. Yeah. That's when you start taping dollar bills to every box of parts you send to your customer. And the worst scrap you get, you might as well just start taping $20 bills to every box that you send to your customer because you're just fucking hemorrhaging money at that point. That's that's what I can fix for you. But, you know, make sure I got that customer to, to keep them happy and that, um, that nobody else is doing it just as cheap or cheaper than I am because I'll have to find a way to do it even cheaper than that. As long as you can do it cheaper, you're going to win. You know what we call that, folks? Capitalism. This is all straight, pure, raw capitalism. Mm -hmm. And the only yeah, thing that yeah. can fuck up good capitalism is greedy government. This is true. Now, capitalism, true, pure capitalism will correct itself. Because if you get somebody who's greedy out there and trying to corner the market, 
Somebody else can step in and do exactly what we're saying. They can make it cheaper, and the market will shift to the cheaper product. Well, Every I mean, there's time. also there's also what happened. Remember a couple of years ago when um um oh what was that video game store? GameStop. Remember the GameStop fiasco a couple of years ago when the market short sh- short sold GameStop. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That was fucking hilarious. And you're right. That's capitalism at work. It is. The market corrects itself. The market? Whether it's because somebody actually went and did a short sell or or the dirt comes out and the manufacturer loses their shit. There are three ways. Three ways in which government can fuck up capitalism. And I'm going to cover them for you now. The first and the most notorious and the most abused is regulation. And again, this is government using fear, security, and safety to prey on you, the voters. And they start to regulate capitalism in some way. Second, taxation. They can raise the tax rates. They can uh, really do damage to the capitalist process because when the government raises taxes on a manufacturer, the manufacturer has to raise their cost of production. Mm-hmm. And when the cost of production goes up, the price to the consumer goes up as well. So taxations can screw it up and the third and it's the one that should never ever ever happen no matter what yet it's happened time and time again and we have to stop it bailouts government should never ever bail out any company i don't give a fuck what no company is too big to fall none gm should have fallen they should have collapsed. You guys know I'm a Chevy guy. I love my Chevys. I will never drive a Ford, and I sure as fuck won't drive a Dodge. Why? But <laughs> Dodge sucks. <laughs> Dodge is horrible. You really gonna ask? I, I mean, I'm a I've mechanic had, man. I've had more luck with I'm... Dodges than I've had with Chevys. Chevy's right. fucking electric is what kills me every fucking time. I can fix metal. All day long. <coughs> I'll let you go. We're, gonna move on. We're moving on. We're moving on. My point here is the bailout shouldn't happen. Not for I'm fighting an electrical issue on my truck right now and it's driving me fucking nuts. Right. Nuts. Bailout to banks should have never happened. Bailouts of auto industries should have never happened bailouts of the housing market should have never happened although government caused yes. the whole housing market bubble so and, subprime oh, look, lending that, was that a was, dumb fucking idea it's a feedback loop everything we've talked about is a feedback loop and with the government they cause a government. problem they say oh my god look here's a problem okay here's the government's fix hey then they say, give us more hey. power to fix it, and then right. bam, we're back right. at square one. Who calls COVID? Every time. The United States government calls COVID. Well, it, 
It's... End of fucking story. We funded that lab in Wuhan. Sure. So did China. We did that. COVID's on us. Yeah, China's complicit, but we funded it. They wanted to do it here, and we said, no, 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 no. Take that shit to China and come back and see us for some money. Hell yeah, if I'm going to make them That's make exactly a virus like that, I'm going to have them somewhere else. I ain't fucking so wait, have them Let me get here. this right. Sorry, Keith. You're I good. didn't mean to talk over you. But it's right. let me you get this right. According to the Geneva <laughs> Convention, chemical, biological, and uh, nuclear warfare is against Geneva's Convention. All it's, right. Can, can, we, can we say the Geneva Convention? Can you say that for me? No. Because that's what it is. It's not Geneva's Convention. It's the, Gen okay. the Geneva Convention. No, I'm not going to say that because in all my time in the military, we always called it Geneva Conventions. It was just okay. It, you're, now you're it saying was, it different than you did the first time. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck. According to Geneva Conventions, these weapons that were we funded are illegal. Oh, you mean like the ones that we give to Ukraine and to Afghanistan and all the Taliban and everything else? We give everyone weapons. Are we weapons. giving chemical weapons? Yeah, we chemical gave... Chemical and biological weapons? Uh, you could call it that by that point. With recently? what we Yeah, Afghanistan's I mean, pretty fucking recently, man. Ukraine, pretty fucking recently. Those chemical two and biological weapons. Well, if you have uranium that's depleted... That's going to become a biological weapon real fucking fast. No, 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 no. I mean... Yes, I get what you're saying. An actual virus, a bacteria, something that they are weaponizing to use against a populace or against soldiers or something like that. All of that is against Geneva Convention. Right. Yet, we funded research to develop a weaponized version of... Technically, it wasn't funded to weaponize it. It was funded to create a new, a new variant of it. Does that make sense? It is the exact it's, same research. Right. Okay. It's That's coming like to the line. Wait, 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 Keith, saying, this is the exact same as Iran coming to us and saying, we want to enrich uranium, but we're not making a bomb. Oh, yeah. We just want to have a nuclear reactor for a power plant. Okay. I understand the processes are similar, but what they're doing was mm -hmm. not necessary for a power plant. It was necessary for exactly. a bomb. So exactly. that's all I'm saying. There are biological uh, labs here in the United States that have highly infectious diseases in there that they're working with every day. Um, I think there's a massive one down in Atlanta that's part of the CDC headquarters. So uh, there's a damn good reason that the United States government decided we don't want this in the United States, but we're going to fund it here. And then it winds up right back here. Did the Chinese send it back here because we put it there? I don't know. I guess it did spread worldwide. It was only a matter of time before it got here. But we funded it. Hot take time, yes. China released it. 
on purpose because they have plenty of population to kill off and still still maintain some things. Uh, but uh, they knew that they would. They saw the current state of geopolitics in Western society, which is a fucking joke, and uh, said, oh yeah, this is going to cause lots of chaos, and we can take advantage of said chaos on the other side of this thing. There you go. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Well, still, the original point stands. Government creates the problems that they sell you the cure for. Well, it's like, the, it's the same thing as fucking uh, the uh, Big Pharma. Like, they create the problems. Right. Or they hide the cures to the problems so they can keep selling you their treatment. Same Snake thing oil. Snake oil salesmen. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. They're fucking carpetbaggers. Every last damn one of them. If you don't know what a carpetbagger is, read your history. All right. There's one thing. Keith, do we have talk? Do we have enough time to talk about Trump and the yeah. indictment? We're at 51 minutes. Well, uh, what okay, indictment? So <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. Before, real That's quick, you know, like most know. most of the seed companies that we have are actually big pharma. All right. Oh, yeah. We'll move yeah. on now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> the same racket as pharma. Same racket as government. It's all, the same, it's, it's all the same entity, guys. Come on now. Yes, it's um, so, so I wanted to talk about the Trump indictment that's coming down, or was coming down, or was never coming down from a grand jury in the Southern District of New York. Uh, you know, all we heard last week was about the Trump indictment, and they were going to get him for campaign campaign finance violations and stuff like that, and um, uh, falsifying business documents way well past the uh statute of limitations was up on such things and we're all sitting here going what how the fuck are they gonna do that well not surprised they're gonna do that they just kind of make it up as they go along right they wrongfully impeached him twice in my opinion Uh, yeah i agree with that and just so everyone knows my opinion kind of goes along with the letter of the law not the um, general consensus of this the culture's sense of right and wrong or what should and shouldn't be my my opinion usually goes along with well what's the law say what's the statute show me okay so <clears throat> i think it's funny that like liberals were frothing at the mouths and i'm not going to lie i thought trump was going to be arrested i thought he was going to have to go to new york and turn himself in. I knew he was never going to be arrested. I, I even called that last week. I told I, you guys it ain't going to happen. It's not happened. It's never happened before. No politician goes to jail. I don't care. This is smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I, I, I never thought that he was going to be, you know, extracted from Mar-a-Lago in handcuffs. But I did there for a minute think, oh, yeah, he's going to have to go to New York and stand before a judge and a grand jury. He's going to bail out. He's going to be free. But he's got some legal troubles now, even though I think the legal troubles are uh, they're, they're pretty much baseless. It was a completely new legal theory that's never been tested. No, this jur- we have a, a good system of jurisprudence and precedence and, and such 
And the case they were bringing before him had no basis in anything like that. But, you know, I'm starting to realize by reading some articles and watching some videos, some newscasts, that it sounds like Trump was benefiting too much from this whole thing. And someone at the top on the left had to pull the plug because Trump was raising too much money. His mm-hmm. base was getting too riled up. His he base was getting ahead of DeSantis, and DeSantis was beating his balls off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. DeSantis. Vote DeSantis. Yep. But uh, that's what it seems like to me because towards the end of the week last week, I think they canceled the the hearings the grand jury hearings uh or the testimony rather thursday and friday i think they were canceled both days and i think they were supposed to resume today with one more witness and i don't think they even did that and it's becoming apparent that a couple of the prosecutors working for the da resigned last week so that, you know, makes me want to put my tinfoil hat on a little bit, but I don't have to because just look at the optics of it. Trump raised a million and a half dollars last week. Which is crazy. Oh, oh, the Democrats can't do that. Well, I mean, the Democrats can do that, but they just got to look at George Soros and say, hey, daddy. Um, yeah. A tranny killed somebody in Nashville. <laughs> So we need more money. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Well, that was fucked. <laughs> you know, I've always said I'm, I'm, I'm pretty in tune to the uh, proverbial political pendulum to get, you know, a little alliteration going on the evening. But you can usually feel the way... The politics are swinging in the country. Um, we're swinging back to the right. May not seem like it, but it is. It. I, I think we kind of are right now. If we get Trump in there, it's going to stop that pendulum. And I would say that it's what a right revival. A revival. How dare you talk about? religion use use such terms i know right but it Uh, kind of is but i think i guess if you look at look at look at how things have gone up until 2015 and then afterwards it's been kind of hard to feel that pull of the pendulum which direction is it going and if there's one thing you can say about trump it wasn't anymore you know when we Trump back fractured the, the whole thing. Trump fractured it all. He broke the pendulum, I think. No, no. It... I think he did. The whole thing is fucked up now. And I'm but not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying his presence, his presence now, in politics has Obama, turned everything on its head. Obama got it swinging. And the 2016 political uh, presidential campaign, it really got some momentum behind the pendulum. But once Trump got in there, and especially the uh, 2020 presidential campaign cycle, 
it really put the brakes to the pendulum and slowed things down. Um, maybe a lot of that was just the fact that Joe Biden is so low energy. He's not out there every day beating the war yes. drum the way that Obama was and the way that yes, Trump thank was. You. Yes, they were thank both you. on the bully pulpit every day. Yeah. I am going to praise Biden for this. It's much better when we don't hear from the president today. Think yes. about back in the day. We were lucky to hear from the president once a month. Once a month until, I mean, even after September 11th, Bush wasn't on TV once a month. They weren't on TV, but they still had a weekly radio. And they they put it out on the the okay. website and yeah. stuff, which I think that that's where it should stay, to where sure. you have a more a radio thing. So you have yep. to focus on what I'm saying, not but, what I'm flashing you and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's also long form. It's not sound bites and right. clips like you see on fucking CNN and Fox News and MSNBC. Exactly. It's a chance for the politician to, you know lie through many more words than just pumping it into injecting it into 30 seconds <laughs> yeah right but i really do think that trump absolutely fractured politics in the united states and i think it's kind of a good thing maybe probably um because ever since then i've been able to pick out every single disingenuous twat in our federal government with no mm -hmm. question I've been um, able to listen to him talk yeah. one time, and I'm like, okay, yeah. yep, I know who you are. I know what you're about. Get you need you need going. And you Too can see the leopard spots. You. Yeah, there. you can see the leopard spots now. And I think that's why Nick, you feel like this might be a swing towards back the right. Uh, it might be a swing towards back the right, or maybe it's just more centrist traditional values. But I, I think that now everyone can see the leopard spots and things are changing. Uh, these media companies are lose, they're losing money hand over fist and, and, and they do it to themselves. And the politicians are selling themselves out in broad daylight in front of the whole world. And despite the, their best efforts of manipulating education in the media and Hollywood and more recently, social media, despite those best efforts, people still have, like, brains and eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, yeah, this is dumb. So I think that might be that feel you have that feels like it's going back towards the right. Because um, let's face it, I mean, all the, all the things that are right, far right now these, these days, are just traditional values and centrist values. The Overton window is so far to the left that everything that's kind of traditional seems like it's really far right. I think those of us who are more centrist, and I'd say I'm pretty centrist, wouldn't you guys agree? I would agree. Um, I say those numbers are growing because mm -hmm. people are leaving the wings because they don't want to be near the extremities either way. I mean, yeah, nobody does. I, yeah. There's plenty of what people would call MAGA Republicans. Sure. I, I, 
I don't care for them. They're just. Oh, I can't. I, I you don't can't really put it in words. It's just heavy. It, it's it heavy is. to listen to them because it's like, man, you're so close to getting it right. You just you're taking it too far. You're interpreting things wrong. You just you you gotta stop. And and the left is very good at calling these people uh, racist and you know whatever other moniker they want to attach to them, and it sticks. It sticks because that element of the far right does exist. They can attach it to it, just the same as we can attach a lot of liberals to these leftist and far progressive movements, socialism. You can do this very easily on either well, side sure. of the aisle. Sure, but, but let, let's draw a distinction between far right and far left. MAGA people, MAGA Republicans aren't far right. They're to the right of center, but they're pretty fucking close to center. You, I, I guarantee you show, I bet you the majority of MAGA Republicans would agree with the idea of their gay neighbor getting married and having guns so they can protect their weed plants. I bet you yeah. most MAGA Republicans would go for that. That doesn't sound very far right to me. And out of all the MAGA Republicans I know personally... This is anecdotal evidence, I know. But out of all those MAGA Republicans, the majority of them feel that way. I, I, I vote this way because I want my gay neighbor to get married and have guns so they can protect their weed plants. I mean, the, the, more, I the more with all this, to me, I'm going more like a libertarian kind of thing. I don't want to be in charge over anyone, and I want to do my own shit. Long as I'm not hurting anyone, not yeah. causing, you know, conflagrations against us, such as you know, some kind of country coming at us. I mean, I'm gonna help out in natural disasters and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and you're gonna put your you're gonna put your shopping cart back in the corral when you're done using it all the time. That's, that's now I do, do have printing of the quarter so that I can get my Aldi card out, but you know. I think we did. Oh, there he is. So. Yeah, we all kind of froze for a second. I lost yeah. network connection. We all need an Aldi card. So. Oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah, but the rest of it came through, Keith, after the connection came back. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm I'm all about some libertarian values, and I dabbled in that since Trump hit the scene, because there a lot of MAGA Republicans have that libertarian leaning, and I dabbled in that a little bit. I joined, and I know this isn't the best place to gather information on a ideology, but I joined some Facebook groups and stuff for libertarians, and I I have to say those motherfuckers are nuts, and I. I don't like anarchy, and libertarian is too close to anarchy for me. Uh, in, in terms, in terms of federal I'm policy, love anarchy, bring it on. Uh, I just, yeah, sure, yeah, I would love anarchy. Anarchy would be great, sure. <laughs> um, I don't have in anarchy. I wouldn't have the possibility of Ron DeSantis uh, gaining the White House and leading 
actual true conservatives to victory and and controlling our government and enacting good policy because with libertarianism and especially anarchy um there's no governing body there's real no governing no uh, the thing about anarchy anarchy it only starts out as chaos but the longer anarchy exists Less it is more, the more it becomes democracy. Yeah, democracy is not that cool though. The longer I like constitutional republics exists, myself. Yes. Period. Federalism. I agree, but that I'm what I'm saying is, the longer anarchy exists, the less anarchy there is. The groups merge and coalitions form, alliances. Eventually, it all comes right back to the United States. Not sure if the good uh, chaos theorist Ian Malcolm would uh, agree with that, but you know. Well, I had you to know throw what? There, you got to so... take you a little Ian Malcolm, and you throw in some, uh, some Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I was actually going with Locke and Hobbes. Okay. Okay. Get you some common sense in there, you know. Ooh, speaking of John Locke, I need to go back to that library we were talking about. Yeah, last go night. back. Yeah. <laughs> There's more literature we need. It could be banned. Quick, hurry. Get common sense. Yeah. Hey, did the British that right ban that book during the revolution? Oh, fuck. Okay. Just curious. Just curious. Oh, Joe just died. Um, he must have done something to his rig. Poor Joe. He's been having some computer issues. Um, the other night we were just online, kind of playing around, and Joe damn near zeroed out his computer. We all felt real bad for him, but uh. Well, I just about fucked it up again. Can you guys hear me right now? Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. I went, got to open the, I went to open my VM. <laughs> I told and, you. Uh, my computer crashed. Yep. What were you talking about? How I, I was talking about it. how you damn near zeroed out your computer the other night and you oh. and he stayed up. Well, that wasn't my personal back. computer. That was my. Oh, yeah. Anyways. That was scary. That was your wife's computer, and she would have yeah, killed that was, you. Yes, that's it. It was my wife's computer. And so I went to bed, and I slept well, because I don't know shit about computers. It was worth it, They though. fixed it. Props it to was. them. I didn't By the way, much. Keith, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... Well, you did. You helped me with some command line shit. But I'm going to go back, and I'm not going to do uh, a USB like that again. That was a that was a bare metal USB install I was trying, and I fucked up two computers in my house trying to do that. So, so I, I'm not gonna try that again. Don't try it by watching whatever tutorial you're watching. Let's do it together, and we don't need to do that whole moving over the boot records and stuff, because it okay. will just install fine. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, I, I'll do it. But you got to show me that GitHub thing first, just oh, in yeah. case. 
Yeah, we definitely have to do dot files. So yeah, we'll get it. Uh, yeah. I'll actually I mean, while honestly, we're talking about that, I'm gonna send you over network chucks dot files video, which is pretty oh, good. dude, I've been watching network chuck like the past three nights. So there you go. Oh, I, anytime that I find myself needing to get back into command line and doing some shit, I always refresh myself because network chuck has like a I, I think he calls it Linux for hackers tutorial. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many lessons there are, but they're like 20 minute videos and they go through things like some of the basic commands and he tells you how to use uh, different package managers and he tells you how to, you know, uh, do some more syntax stuff with the grep pipe grep and all that. Um, but I've never made it very far. I think I've never, I don't think I've ever made it past like less than five or six and i don't know how many there are. i think there's like 15 or 20 but network chuck is the shit dude he is pretty he awesome just goes, I, I have to pause his shit a lot because he goes a little fast for me <laughs> but that's the beauty of youtube right yeah exactly i watch most of youtube on 2x because i ain't got time yeah well that's like listening to ben shapiro on 2x because network chuck is just fucking Cracked out on coffee all the time. I would be too. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know how your brain processes that information, dude. I, don't... I cannot listen to shit on two x or even one point five x. Maybe, maybe if I were just coming out of like meditation or something, yeah. I might be able to. But I don't meditate, so <clears throat> that I... shit jumbles my brains. I think what so like. I'm not retaining it forever kind of thing. So it's like a quick oh yeah, data load and then dump. Um, but I did do a lot of note taking and stuff. So like I'll damn near transcribe like certain sections of it and stuff and remember those steps and go from there. You know what I'm saying? I'm a heavy parser. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of a better way. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to sometimes. I yeah. Guess. That would probably make me more efficient at my job, too, if I could put some things out. One lighter news. I got a new desk, and uh, with the new desk, it's rocking out pretty good. I see that. I see you're standing up now. I'm kind of jealous. I want one. Dude, it's pretty nice. Dude, I've been thinking about that, that desk that you got like that. Yeah. And I would like a small workbench, which I could pull around the shop with me, and I could pull it up to standing height to work, mm-hmm. or put it down to table height for sitting, or drop it way down on the ground and have it underneath of something with me while I'm on the creeper. So I want three so... heights. So there's actually one that a guy made that's really close to that. He took basically the design of a um, motorcycle lift. You know how it does like that small scissors and stuff? Where lift, it, yeah. it lifts it up, but it's really tiny. And then it folds really low. Um, and he just put a board that he would sit on top that had a bunch of little cubbies and stuff. That he would do exactly what you're saying. So when he wasn't on the motorcycle stuff, he had it as like a 
adjustable workbench that could go all the way to that the ground. Cool. That would be cool. I'd so. buy it. I'd buy. I've seen some really interesting creepers out there. Uh, they got these ones that it's like you never even have to get up. It goes from standing up. It's just slightly lean back. Mm, yeah. But it'll take you to sitting in a chair position or all the way down on the ground or roll underneath something mm -hmm. and straight back up. Shoot. That would be slick. That would be slick. Those but I'm are sure cool. I'm sure there's somebody out there who really needs a creeper like that and I'm you know oh, yeah. glad they have that. For sure. Bow show. Yeah, you know, Keith, we were talking the other day, since you got your new desk, about how I have no fucking room for a desk in my house. I need to set up a little office area. Yeah. That might be the answer. One of those little roll around, stand up, sit down. That'd be pretty stations. cool. Uh, Nick, I think you said your brother got one. Pretty and he was loving it because he can just roll it around the house. Or around the office, in his case. I do a lot of work from home. So I would be able to roll it around the house, maybe even kind of stow it away a little bit when I'm not using it. You know what it'd be? It'd be like those little nursing stations when you go to the hospital or exactly. whatever that they check exactly. you in with. Like, Yep, when they come in the emergency room <laughs> to triage you. Yep. I mean, Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Be handy. And I could even put a UPS on it for when I decide to roll it out to the living room and watch some fucking, you know, Justified or something while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about that shit. So I just downloaded some John Locke, but it's like a collection of his work, so I hope it's got oh. common sense in it. It looks like the FBI is back at it again. They're now working with the Army's cyber intelligence, and we just got information on a contract to buy NetFlow. What NetFlow is is trying to watch the traffic that's coming across the Internet traffic. They're not looking at the packets, which are actually giving you the content, but they're still trying to give the metadata, if you will, just like everything that Snowden sent out with the NSA is metadata is key to being able to track people in oh, different yeah. ways. You don't need to know the content, but you know who's talking to each other. So then you try to run Rico or something else like that, where it's going to encapsulate everything that they've done with people, period. Yeah, that's fucked up. And it's weird. That's super fucked up. Imagine that the FBI is doing something they shouldn't do. Shocker, right? Just like Jesus. all the rest of our lovely, Jesus. lovely... Branches of the DOJ, yeah. Freaking government. So, well, that would effectively put 75% of the population behind us. Well, yeah. That sounds like nothing less than political prisoners. Not everything Thought is police. now. Thought police. So. so, how do they? It's a horrible thing. How does NetFlow get? How does how do you parse out 
metadata from packets. Because, so, I mean, that's what it is, right? It, everything's a packet. Yeah, comes so packet. your IP address, which would also be able to be tallied down to your home address. Because if they have the data on the IP address, who had that during that time from the ISP, which I'm assuming that they're paying the ISPs to be on their backbone enough to see this metadata. You know uh, what I'm saying? So you just connect a couple more dots, which they're paying for the service. So I'm seeing that. Uh-huh. And, and that's why I won't pay for a fucking VPN. Basically. But with if Network Chuck, data, there's a fucking pay you to do it. There's a video that we can make our own VPNs. Oh no shit. Yeah, dude. We'll talk about that later. Really? Well, see, that's the way I want to go, because every fucking VPN that I look up, there is someone in the in the comments or someone giving it a bad rating. Or an article somewhere along the lines of, yep, this company was uh, selling your data, or this company gave up data to this government, or... Uh, so literally... What's the fucking point of a VPN? If that's happening, right. there is no point to a VPN. Right. They all it's say that they don't keep... Computer resources and logs. money. They all say that they don't keep logs. They all say that they do X, Y, and Z. Oh, that's a lie. Totally a lie. Boldface lie, because they have to keep... It's part of being in the business of internet. Well, I mean, that's the funny thing about it, Keith. Like, they they say that we have all this data to back up our claims that we don't sell data and we don't keep data. We don't keep your data. We've got all this data to back up that we don't keep your data. But they always okay, have the what data. What did you say? Right. <laughs> How do you know you don't keep our data if you've got the data? <laughs> what do you talk? That's the... No. You're not getting my fucking money. So I went for ExpressVPN for about a month. I went through their free trial, and I was like, I started actually researching VPNs, and I'm like, yeah, I'm canceling this fucking shit. No fucking way. Now, do I trust a VPN more than I trust a hotel Wi-Fi directly oh, connected to it? Yes. Absolutely. But outside of that, not much else trust. And really, I'm starting to think that as everything goes, like, my house, I get pretty decent about bandwidth. I'm thinking about just servering my own stuff, putting in my own email, having my own server for that, having my own VPN. Well, you Doing know all what, that Keith, I want from there, and uh, then just, fuck it, you know, offer the service to people. A buddy of ours, and I won't say his name on our podcast, but he may or may not have a yarmulke. I'm not Yarmugle. talking to Shapiro. Yarmulke. He, he really doesn't have a yarmulke. But you get the, I think you get the reference, Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought a server. He has He's a warmer. server. He I've has a server in his house. Nice. Yeah, any computer can be a server, especially with the power of Linux. But he bought a legit server. But goddamn, I've been trying to get this motherfucker off this Windows bullshit. Me and him go back and forth all the time. We went out and had beers. Um, hell, after you were up here Saturday, 
me and him went out and had beers and dinner and we were talking about it and he's giving me shit about Linux and said, Oh, you might as well just buy a buy a Mac. Why? I don't know why you hate Windows so much. And I'm like, dude, my my whole life is better because I got rid of Windows. What are you talking about? Yeah, why is he Windows, all stuck in the teeth of Windows? I I don't know. It's all good. We'll slowly convert him. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like uh, poisonous frogs is what we're gonna sit out there, but it's like power. Yeah. And he's got this nice fucking server, dude. Nice server. And it's like, why is everything going to be Windows with you, bro? Yeah. That's all right. We'll get him switched over. Then he'll see Maybe the we'll true get power. him on the podcast one night so he can, uh, you know, make his case. Or make a separate podcast. Yes. Unless we want to more this way we need well we need to do guests i think anyways but i guess that's a off the air uh subject yeah yeah <laughs> why <laughs> but anywho all right matter to me. so we are sitting at one hour and 23 minutes so i say let's wrap this up for this one Episode Less 15. Yeah. So. Alright, we're gonna go Nick. You're on. Thanks for uh, joining us this week, folks. We hope you uh, have a great week. Maybe think about what we said or not. Go fuck yourselves. Especially if you're a trainee, go fuck yourself. It should be easy for you. Let me watch. Alright, Joe, you're on. Well, you stole my thunder, Nick. I was going to make fun of trannies, too. But thanks for listening, everybody. I don't have anything now that he stole my thunder. Good night. I say all people are included. Whatever. Leave me alone. Leave my kids alone. Peace. And...